Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. And now, the Outriders. Hello, Outriders, and welcome to episode 158 of the Legion Outriders podcast. I'm Outrider Matt. And I still haven't come up with a good name other than my name is Jeff. So is this going to be our thing uh, that we have? We have no Dan, so there will be no countdown to the uh, Las Vegas Open. So that's that's fine. Uh, Jeff, we're going to call you Jeff right <laughs> yeah. now, Outrider Jeff, so yeah. just for clarity's sake. Sure. So I can't just say the artist formerly known as whatever. My name is Jeff. The artist formerly known as my name is Jeff. <laughs> There it is. But uh, we got a lot to talk about on the show today. Some Star Wars news, what's been happening in our hobby and gaming, uh, plus an interview with Cornwolf for uh, our first UK correspondence with the GT over there. So we'll have that uh, after the break. But uh, before we get started, we'd like to take a second to thank our patrons that make recording and publishing the show possible. Specifically, we'd like to call out the main man, the mad Wookiee himself. It's Rock. Rock's been around from the beginning of time, and uh, we honestly couldn't do this show without him. So salutes out to Rock. For those about to Rock, we salute you. If you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash Legion Hours. Say, say thanks, Rock, Jeff. Thanks, Rock. There you go. See, it's unanimous. But anyways, uh, so a little bit of Star Wars news going on. I don't know if you're aware but uh, there's a show that's streaming right now. Something to do, Ashoka, I think it's called. Yeah, that's the correct pronunciation. Hey, if that's the way Ian McDermott wants to say it, that's the way I'm going to say it. But <laughs> yeah, we, uh, as of recording, the third episode has just dropped and I am loving it. I have not seen episode three, but one and two were, were great. It's uh, definitely, yeah. it's Rebels season five, but if you like Rebels, it's uh, Rebels, but better. Yeah. I'm hoping they're getting all the kind of exposition out of the way of these episodes for the folks that are coming that didn't watch Rebels for some reason because they have trouble with cartoons, even though it's still amazing storytelling in Star Wars. But anyways, uh, so that's going on right now. And as a result, there's, of course, tie-ins for the Ahsoka. Ashoka, excuse me. <laughs> so that's right. All, yeah. you, all you Fortnite players, get ready because there's a new... Flossin' skin heading your way. That's right. Ahsoka's coming to Fortnite. Forknife? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that game. <laughs> that one. I've never played it. Have you played it? I have never played it. Yeah, I will never play it. I, I One of the streamers I used to follow, um, used to, started playing it when it was very brand new. And I was like, huh, this is a very interesting, weird concept. I will never play this. And then it became the uh, thing that it is today. So not to pass judgment, but I judge you if you play it. I mean, they've got so many different licenses or so many different skins uh, good on them. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Epic's been uh, working that uh, particular cash cow for a while now, but uh, that's that's going on. Otherwise, not a whole lot going out there. Uh, Actually getting into some Legion news. So we did get an email from uh, Matthew G. He emailed us last year about some tournaments he's running. He had some updates for this year. So I'll just uh, read what he wrote. Uh, Hello, Outriders. Back with some events I'm running in the Midwest. Both of these events have a store championship kit 
So we'll provide a world's invite to the winner. The first event is the Michigan GT held in Lansing. It's going to be on October 7th through the 8th. And the uh, second event is the Rumble on the River. I remember talking about this one, yeah, uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, November 11th and 12th. And uh, there's links on the Discord and all that. So if you have any questions, you can uh, reach out there. But uh, sounds like some fun events. Thank you for letting us know to let us uh, plug that. Also, there is an extravaganza of minis coming up soon. A mini extravaganza, if you will. Jeff, I think you've got the details on that for us. What, what's going on there? Oh, yeah. So um, it's starting on, oh, gosh, I, I can't find the date. Um, I know it's September. You're fired. You're, you're, you're no longer <laughs> replacement, Dan. I know. I'm, I'm looking at the article, and I thought it was on the article of when the uh, dates were. We had a post in our little chat. Let me see yeah, if I scroll yeah. back and find that. Um, so while, yeah. I'm, while I'm talking about what's going on, I'll, I'll give you a chance to, to look for the actual dates. Oh, here it is. It's uh, September 14th. It's in the oh, okay. it's in the corner. I found it. So hopefully the fervor from Starfield will have died down a little bit, so I can actually pay attention. To that. <laughs> yeah, so you can emerge from your Starfield cocoon. <laughs> Peel myself out of my uh, spacesuit. Yeah. So uh, opening ceremonies for that are going to kick off at nine a.m. and then they're going to get into some Marvel Crisis Protocol. Uh, I think they have two events: a painting and a roadmap. Uh, this is going to be a Monday. It's starting on. Oh, nice. Um, I'll be watching at work. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. No, I have the wrong month. There it is. It will be a Monday. No, I'm just kidding. It's a Thursday that it's starting on. I will still be watching at work. <laughs> of course you will. Um, and then uh, after the after the lunch break, they're going to have some Star Wars Shatterpoint assembling elevations because that's important. Um, some Legion news on Spec Ops. That's going to be interesting. The Ooh, Hives of Geonosis. Yeah, the Hives of Geonosis. That should be our first look at uh, the, the new Geonosis army. Geonosian. Oh, buddy. Yeah, Geonosian. Um, I, I do hope they have Sunfac the Lesser, or Sunfac, or is Poggle the Lesser. There we go. I'm sure they will. Hmm. Um, what else do they have? Path of the Worthy. You're going to talk about that for Crisis Protocol. I know this is a, a Legion podcast. I'm just running down the list of what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, the last Probably some cross-pollination. Oh, for sure. Um, the last event of the day is going to be Fear and Painted Minis for Shatterpoint. And then that takes us into the next day, the 15th. Uh, it'll be a Shatterpoint roadmap, more painting for Shatterpoint. Um, it looks like they're going to have a stream about uh, design and development, first steps into a larger world. Ooh. Uh, more Marvel cri Crisis Protocol streams, uh, painting, evolving Crisis, uh, and then we get into Legion, uh, Empires, Yay! Empires Battle Colors, and Battle Forces across the galaxy. So Battle Forces Empire gets more Battle Forces. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> no, those are two separate, uh, two separate events. Oh, oh okay. Um, it looks like they have a lot of painting streams, but you know they like to talk. Uh, design and development during those streams usually they will leak out some tidbits here and there while they're painting as well yeah so, yeah usually they don't do that during the paint streams that they do throughout the year but in mini stravaganza they mm -hmm. do like to give those little teasers um and then the battle forces across the galaxy people hooked. that sounds like it's going to be um more about design and development of the battle forces that we've seen and confirming the Gungan army that we know is on the way. <laughs> or hopefully talking about balancing and stuff like that. We'll see. Gungans. <laughs> or Gungans, sure. Okay. Right. Um, 
Uh, Is that Peter and the Wolf? Uh, (laughs) No. Somebody didn't turn off their cell phone? Yeah, somebody didn't turn off their cell phone. Um, I'm saying in such a way as to make it... Make them think it's you. It, it was my intern. I'll have to. I'll have to have a <laughs> chat with him after the show. Put um, them in the uh, pain <laughs> amplifier. You know, what's funny is I meant to turn that off, and oh, that's a. Uh, <laughs> it's from Blade Runner, from the new Blade Runner. That's what that sounds. Yeah, yeah. Twenty forty nine. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, well, you're a geek. <laughs> <laughs> back to the uh, back to the next day. They're going to get into uh-huh. the Legion roadmap, which is sixteenth, and this will be a Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to get into the Legion roadmap, which is something I'm looking forward to. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see what, what they got planned down the road. Yeah. So uh, what time does does that start? That'll be 9 a.m. on the 16th. That's the first event of the day. And this day. is all Pacific time, right? Yes, yes, correct. So I think it's negative 8 GMT. So math for the people overseas. Yeah, I would have to Google that to find out, but sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm looking forward to the roadmap because I'd like to know what's what the plan is for Legion. I think they have a mm-hmm. lot of stuff they can still touch on, but sure. you know, we have Shatterpoint that's definitely on the, uh, on the forefront of, of AMG's mind. I'm sure. Yeah. It's the new game is what they're trying to push. That makes sense. But yeah, I can't wait to see what they have waiting in the wings. Yeah. Same here. Um, and then we get into battle colors for the Republic's finest. So looking at, you know, another hobby stream, um, we'll get into Shatterpoint, crafting characters after they come back from the break, some more Marvel Crisis Protocol streams, and then it looks like they're going to wrap up with a Star Wars Shatterpoint painting, that's just good business stream, and then they do a, a hobby hang farewell. I don't know if you remember last year they had, I think it was four or five people on the stream all painting Ewoks, if I remember right, or <laughs> di- different characters from yeah. their games. Nice. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, I'm going to be out of town. Wait, actually I might be back in time for some of that. So, okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to catch as much as I can. Imagine if they had this like infrastructure of data that you could access information from around the world. And even though you're out of your house, you could still watch streams. Doing stuff. I'll be traveling. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. You're so judgy. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the, it, the, hopefully some really fun, good information coming out for Legion there soon. And I uh, can't wait to uh, see what they have in mind. And uh, yeah, that's it. So other than Shatterpoint, I, I know the Outriders have been doing a lot of that. Um, we also play Legion from time to time. And you've actually been getting some games in there. I am currently building my army. I finally got the last box of Mag- Magna Guard I needed. And uh, now it's just assembly. And actually, I don't have to do too much painting. I already had most of my droids already painted up for the, the army I was playing with like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, man, that was before pandemic. That was forever long. Four years ago. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, so mostly I just need to paint up Grievous and some Magnas and uh, I'll be good to go on that front. So looking forward to hitting having them hit a table here soon. Uh, how about you? What you been doing? Uh, I've been unpacking my whole armies and kind of thinking about... Pair- You're moved now. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in my new house. Um, I've been thinking about paring down what I've been playing a little bit, just making room for Shatterpoint, but still staying in Legion. Um, 
Okay, those those are the two correct answers. Everything yeah. else can go by the wayside. Yeah. Um, just trying to figure out what I want to stay in for Legion. It's probably going to be Rebels, and um, I don't know if I'm going to hold on to my Shadow Collective or not. I'm still trying to decide on that. But oh. Definitely. Um, but Shadow Collective can be Rebels. <laughs> yeah, they can. A, a few of them can. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't, I got the box of Ewoks that you sent me, but I haven't assembled them yet or um, thought about, you know, I, I'm probably not going to get the Ewok army, honestly. All right, we'll send them back then. <laughs> well, I can still use them. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, because they do still, uh, yeah, you can take them in rebel armies, just not, they have the limitations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. They would, be, they would be easy to paint with contrast paints, but I already oh, have yeah, so much stuff to paint. But you just said it would be so easy and you wouldn't have to obsess over it like you do with the other stuff. It's true. Yeah. I'm going to obsess over stuff no matter what. That's that's never going to yeah. stop happening. Um, that's fair. But yeah, after, you know, unpacking my armies, I got a game in or a couple games in actually this past weekend. Our store had the store championships, um, which also had a world's invite attached to it, which was pretty cool. Nice. So how'd that end up uh, playing out? It was pretty good. Uh, we're still, there's some growing pains in our store with game. Um, what's the new tracking system that they, everybody switched to game uplink, right? The game uplink. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we didn't use game uplink, but they still did. The store took care of pairings and, and everything. Um, I'm not sure which system they used, um, but we had, I think 14 people show up and uh, I think we had one person, you know, just watching the games to see what was going on. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it was a pretty good turnout. Um, there was a lot of varying lists and a lot of ATSTs. <laughs> what? Get out of yeah. here. Um, in two lists that I, or I played uh, three games and two of the lists were Tempest Force, which is it was rough. Um, but what kind of list were you playing? Uh, so I, I kept playing my LVO list the echo base so i had four fds and i'm aware i'm aware how (laughs) frustrating this list would be you know to set up across the table and you know people ask they're like oh you know how far can the fd shoot and i'm like range five and you know it's just like what that range five yeah i just want you to slowly produce the range five ruler and just as you extend just boop them on the nose (laughs) that far yeah exactly that far yeah it is pretty far but the list does have a few weaknesses um that I know of, I try not to tell too many people, but well, yeah. hey, here's how you beat me, guys. <laughs> exactly. Um, and one of those weaknesses was during the third game. It was hostage exchange, and mm. uh, with four FDs, they don't move. So I don't, I can't really chase all that well, especially when you're marching into three ATSDs. So uh, that was a rough game, but I did have a lot of fun. Um, we didn't really have any issues. Everybody, there was a few judge calls, mostly the standard stuff you would see line of sight, you know, Hey, can I yeah. shoot this guy? That sort of stuff. Everybody gets cover. Yeah. Everybody gets cover. Um, that is the <laughs> new, yeah, there's not much, there's not much light cover anything anymore. It's all heavy cover. Yeah. Um, but just to give a quick rundown of my games, uh, my sure. first game, I played a newer player and he was running Grievous with the snail tank, some B1s and B2s, you know, a hodgepodge of things. And he was still learning. So it still sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I, I took the opportunity to, to teach him because I, I knew what his list could do and I knew what my list could do. 
and the battlefield was kind of open. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take this. No problem. And it was, yeah. um, I can't remember the, I'm blanking on the name of the, the mission that you do, but it's the one with the three different objectives and you get to choose one for your side. You have the one in the middle and then they choose one for their side. For as much as I play this game, you would think I could remember it. And, but my memory key is positions, was it? Um, yeah, key positions. Yeah, key positions. Why, why am I overthinking that? I don't know. I was overthinking okay. it too. Yeah. Um, absolutely just blanked on that. So yeah, it was key positions. Uh, I knew my FDs could sit there and hold the middle and my backfield objective. And then, you know, I have the airspeeder in my list that can go hunt things for fun. Um, and usually I, I kind of circle that in the middle of the board and, and terrorize people. Um, so yeah, I won that one pretty, pretty easy. Uh, the FD is just at range. Um, most people don't realize how many dice they can throw and how much they can oh, yeah. shut your units down, especially troopers. I forget. Do you put generators on your FDs? I do have the generators and I run the, uh, suppression generators just to mm. stop the, <laughs> just to stop the trooper units. Just to stop people from having fun. Got it. Yes, yes, I am me. <laughs> like I said, I do know that this list is frustrating to play against. Um, I didn't design it that way. I designed it to just hold down objectives. and um, You designed it to win at all costs. To try to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the list. I like what it can do. But again, I think Battle Forces have some skew to them in the game right now. Think about all the time you save for death clocks, you know, when you're not having to move, you know, half your army. Exactly. Yeah. Well, especially <laughs> in my third game, when I get to that real, uh, you know, in a few seconds here, um, when you have an FD cannon who can't do anything. So you just, uh, I'll dodge and stand by done, you know, yep. and then nothing happens. And that's, you know, six rounds of that. It can be pretty frustrating. Yeah, that sucks. All right, so uh, game two. Um, so game go? game two, yeah. Uh, so obviously, I won game one. Uh, game two was versus Tempest Force, and we had major offensive, so we were pretty close to each other. And he starts putting down his. I had never seen Tempest Force before, um, and he puts down his ATSTs and then scouts them too, and is basically standing in the middle of the board behind terrain, staring down my whole army. And I know what ATSTs can do, and I know they throw a lot of dice. Um, mm -hmm. So I was pretty sure I was going to lose this one. Uh, and we had payload, so I knew that if he targeted mm. if he targeted my troopers, I wouldn't have anybody to push my cart. Um, so that was a bit of a concern. Why did you let that be the mission? Uh, sometimes you're faced with terrible choices in life, <laughs> and you pick the best one you can. Uh, and payload was the best option for me. Uh, because I knew that he would have to push his cart into my FDs and, um, you know, my FDs can still push a cart and they can still stop an opponent from pushing a cart as well. Um, so I ended up picking the bombing area that he had to push his cart to was basically in front of all four of my FDs. Um, you dirty dog. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm mean. Um, and he was a really great opponent. I wish I had wrote, uh, had my names of the opponents down, uh, but he knew me from the podcast and we had a nice chat about that. Oh, and that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, you're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Um, oh, okay. but he was like, I know your voice from somewhere. So we, I was like, yeah, I'm one of the outriders. And you know, we talked about that, but back to the game. Um, <laughs> I, I targeted his leader, his commander in the ATST and just focus fired everything I had. So it was like one round of focus firing and ATST down uh, each round. 
So by the end of the game, uh, he had one wound left on his last ATST, and I did I did attack it just to see if I could kill it, and I rolled two crits, and he rolled two saves, <laughs> and I was like, you are a nice guy. <laughs> um, but he did roll a lot of saves on his ATSTs. Those things are very tanky. And I did have really, a nice... they shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were. Uh, every game I played against them, they were making like half of their saves. It was it was crazy. What? Uh, with heals behind them, yeah. On With white dice? Yeah, white dice search to defense. They were doing okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I had my own skew too. He took a shot at my airspeeder and had enough to knock it off the board uh, with three damage. And I rolled three saves, so... Um, wow. Yeah. That's how yeah, did a barrel roll. So yeah, that's happened a few times with my airspeeder and it it's enjoyable. Um, but I blank out mm. just as much as I roll those crazy hits too. So mm. or crazy defense. Um, so I won that game just on, uh, neither one of us could get our bomb carts in scoring position, but taking out so many ATSTs, um, I ended up uh, way ahead little, of points. Little rubber stamps on the side of the uh, FDs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and in that game, oddly enough, I only lost two Mark IIs. Uh, that was all I lost. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. I was so yeah. 80 points something. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised that I held on that much um, and that the FDs were just cranking out that much damage. But they do have impact too, and you are throwing a decent amount of dice. Yeah. Um, so that put me... They search. They do search, yes. They search to hit. And then oh, okay. uh, the generator that I had, it adds one suppression. So I I can untap it and throw more dice, or I can aim and you know go for better hits. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of flexibility in the list. I like it. Um, not a lot of mobility, which is the problem. And that was right. my downfall in game three. So, so you're currently 2-0 going yep, to game three. 2-0, and this is when I like to you know lose my mind. Um, and just tank everything. Um, Mm -hmm. so it is, it is known. Yeah. Uh, you like to start at the bottom, you know, get your losses out of the way first. Right. And then maybe try and win a few. Yeah. It's it's, drinks. What I like to do. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes I also like to start at the bottom and stay at the bottom. (laughs) So also cool little trick. I keep up my sleeve. Yeah. Um, so my third game, was against surprise Tempest Forced. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was the same, uh, similar setup. It was three ATSTs uh, with the repair droids behind them. And I forgot that too. Ugh. Not only are you having to damage the ATSTs, Ugh. you have to you know get through four to six extra hits um, because of those astromechs behind them. Dirty dangles, boys. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Um, and this one, I did not have good choices. We ended up on Long March, uh, and I know this mistake. I've made it before. <laughs> yeah. Um, my my FDs will outrange the, um, the ATSTs, but sure. they can move, and I can't. Um, right. And we landed on Hostage Exchange for the, for the mission, which is it's an okay option for me but not on this map and not on the terrain that we had. There was just too much line of sight blocking. Not I bet enough. you missed uh, pushing that cart. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so that one, he got his, he got his hostage into his deployment zone and just kind of turtled. And at that point there was nothing I could do except try to push forward. Um, but you know, I'm running into three ATSTs throwing a lot of dice with blast and search to hit. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a blood, a bloody battle on my side. 
And but you had fun, I hope. Oh, I had a blast. Yeah. And I even, Good. you know, I made some moves that I think were unexpected, uh, of getting my airspeeder in the back of his, uh, behind his ATSTs. And mm. I really should have done that earlier in the game to force him to choose, you know, are you going to destroy the airspeeder and keep your hostage safe? Or are you going to stop the oncoming, you know, army that I have of a few guys? Um, and he still would have probably won, but I could have maybe made a play sooner, but that's a little bit of, you know, shaking the rust off. Cause it has been a while since I played. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Uh, but it was cool that we had a pretty decent turnout there. Uh, Dan wasn't able to make it to that, right? No, he showed up. Well, he did make it, but he only showed up for setup and teardown uh, because he had some personal stuff going on. Yeah, I know there's some yeah. personal stuff. Um, okay, so who who ended up running the event? Um, so Jared ran it, and we had, uh, okay. <laughs> oddly enough, we had Dan as our main judge, but then he had to leave. Uh, yeah, so Daniel Outsider Roberts. Dan? Uh, oh yeah, but he had to leave. So then Daniel Areco subbed in. Uh, so we had a Dan sub for a Dan. Okay. And then uh, Patrick and I were the um, like the secondary, uh, not adjudicators. What's the name of the consular? Consular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we, you know, we made a few calls on other people's tables, and I had some questions myself on my tables just to make sure that I was still sure. doing things the right way. We've had some rule changes lately. Yeah. Um. And then the final round went to the guy that I played. Uh, he faced our own uh, Michael, who likes to run the droid lists. Um, so he was run, running a droid battle force with, I think, the tanks, some repair bots. Um, but Tempest Force did take the win. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, shocking absolutely nobody. Wait. <laughs> was he doing a Nabu? Assault Force, or I believe so, yeah, because he had oh, okay. an ATST and a bunch of repair B ones with repair droids behind uh, it. AAT, AAT, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Well, uh, hopefully, he'll end up using the uh, the world's invite. Yeah, yeah. If you had gotten the ticket, would you have gone? I would definitely have tried to. Yes. Mm, man, someday, Jeff. I know you can do it. <laughs> try and try. Yeah, yeah. So when I when I went two and zero and going into that third round. I I was like, oh, maybe I have a chance, you know, and then um the, had a chance, but yeah. that's a tough matchup if uh I mean with the uh objective. Yeah, and it was uh the way the battle cards were laid out, I really didn't have many good choices. I was gonna take a, a loss on uh one of those cards no matter what. Take the L. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so did you have much of a bid with your list? I have zero bid with my list. And that's something I'm, I'm thinking about now, mm, maybe dropping yeah. HQ uplink and getting a 10 point bid so I can run the maps and the objectives that I like. Um, did any of your opponents have much of a bid? Yes. All of my opponents had bid. So like, well, like a lot or, you know, three, three, four points kind of thing. I would say 10 points or less. Yeah. Usually it was the first guy I played okay. had a, uh, he was right on 800. So we rolled for it. Um, uh, the second player, I think he was, he was like 796. He was within that 10, eight to 10 point uh, bid. Okay. So yeah. losing the HQ uplink could actually maybe have seen your battle deck being used. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I do like being red player sometimes because with the FDs, I want to have a deployment zone or a side of the map that I know I can deploy them in um, yeah. and, and still be able to shoot. Um, but being able to play my own cards would be beneficial too. 
Yeah, that actually leads me in to my uh, questions here on the laser tear. You don't see too many of them on the table, at least I don't, uh, but I know you've been a big user of the old 1.4 FD laser turrets, uh, especially spamming them like you are. What are the, <laughs> some of the things you look for when you place them um, on the table? Uh, so usually I don't... Back when I first started playing Legion, I liked to push into my opponent's backfield. Um, mm -hmm. With the FDs, that's not an option. Just I don't have the manpower to do it. So I look at taking over half of the board or, or two-thirds of the board. Most of the objectives that we play, you can win by controlling two out of three of those objectives. Um, so I want maps that allow me to control the center and still be able to hold my backfield a little bit. Um, and then just angling the FDs so that you can control certain lanes or uh, objectives that you know you're going to be playing. Okay, cool. And how much does, as you were saying, that uh, red player definitely helps out on that. Yeah. Uh, do you usually wait to see what kind of, uh, what, what affects you more, the objective of the game or the actual table layout for deployment? With the FDs, I think it's the table layout. Um, because if I don't have room to put them down hmm. closer to the middle of the board, uh, it can really limit the amount of shooting they can do. Uh, a prime example is the one I was on, Long March. You know, that puts you on that that shortage of the table really far back. So range five, it is long. Um, but when you're looking at that, you know, the whole six foot board, range five doesn't go as far as you think. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah. So in hostage exchange with that double move, he's already outside of my FD range, uh, you know, getting back on that turn too. Um, so really I'm looking at anything that gets me on the long edge of the board. Uh, what are the ones? Um, hemmed in, major yeah. offensive. Uh, one of his options was even roll out. And I shied away from that one because I was like, I don't want three uh, ATSTs deploy, you know, scout threeing right in my face. Oh gosh. But really I, I do because I can take those shots a little bit more than you think. Um, how many, how many health on those guys? They have 11 health, 11 health each Ooh, um, with, wow. yeah, but with their scouting, they're kind I, of, I mean, for the uh, laser turrets. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry for the laser turrets. Uh, six, they have six health each. Um, fair. Yeah. But they do get cover from a lot of stuff in the game. I think they mm. still get cover from barricades. Uh, I would have to look that one up just to be sure. Um, but the way you, you know, the way we do cover now, they do get a lot of heavy cover. So okay. heavy cover, six health, you know, you might as well count it to be eight because you're getting rid of, rid of two wounds usually. Um, they were the roll five black dice natively. And then if you put the a, um, a generator on them, you're looking at another black die with impact one or two white dice with suppression. Um, but I have so much impact with four of them and the airspeeder in my list. I, I decided on the suppression one because it, it can shut a unit down, you know, an objective carrier, uh, a lot of different things. Um, and then I do have a lot of critical in my list too. The, the rest of my army has crit two, except for mm -hmm. one, my leader. Like that's the worst, that's the worst unit in my list. And really all she's there to do, or he's there to do is to hand out orders, the commander. You're just using rebel officer? Yep, just a uh, base rebel officer and they're just handing nice. out dodges. And um, yep. they're kind of there as a secondary objective uh, capture if they need to be. Um, 
but yeah, everything else is impact and crit. Uh, the airspeeder, you know, it surges to crit now. Uh, it has impact three. Um, oh, that was something I did use the harpoon and I, I got to turn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. when you said you got behind him, I was like, oh, I wonder if we got to turn him. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was the second game, not the third game, unfortunately. Um, and I did get to pivot his ATST and <laughs> then his ATST was already broken down. So he rolled the white die to see if he would get two actions and he didn't. So he was like, well, not doing anything with this guy. Ooh, um, brutal. Yeah, yeah. But at that point, I already had the game uh, pretty much oh. in the bag. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I had stopped his his payload from moving, and I had kept mine moving. Uh, even if he had shot one of my guys off of it, I had enough guys on it to uh, to to move it. So nice. Well, it sounds like it was a great event, and you had a lot of fun there. But uh, appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, anyways, we're going to go ahead and take a short break, and then I'll be back with Cornwolf to talk about some uh, UK GT action. So don't go anywhere, Outriders. We'll be right back. Oh, one second. I do have one oh. more thing um, about the event. I'm sure Dan would appreciate it. I'm There's sorry, 141 we already took the days, break. 141 uh, days until LVO. We have to do it for Dan. I'm cutting this. I'm cutting this. <laughs> no! You are receiving the Legion Outriders podcast. Ending the transmission now would be most unfortunate. And now, the Outriders. Hello and welcome back, Outriders. Very happy to be joined on the show today. Dan has disappeared and in his place, a different kind of uh, co-host today uh being joined by ali aka cornwolf on the discord how's it going bud hi yeah very well thank you right on so uh we now have a uk correspondent <laughs> and uh he's going to be giving us there was a really big uh legion event that happened the uh mkgt where where was that held so it's in milton Keynes, so just outside of london okay so it uh, sounds like you have a pretty good player pool to draw on from over there. But yeah. uh, so it was a two-day event. Tell us how many people were kind of signed up. And you, you went to both days, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was there was 96 people signed up, mm-hmm. 86 people turned up. So, so that's, like almost yeah, that's a 10% no-show. Um, and, it, and it kind of exploded. So I did this um, just before COVID. So we went into lockdown, which was originally called like the European tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they, they decided to do it as a separate event, just like a UK event, although we do get people traveling to come and see it. And it um, went from, I think originally it was 40 or 50 of us, and then it suddenly just exploded to the to the point that they had like deep cut studios and people that sponsor it, and we were getting a few freebies, and then they ran out of the freebies because that many people were buying <laughs> tickets. But the hotel we were at was really accommodating and plenty of space, which was which was really good. Okay, so was this event strictly for Legion, or was it part of a larger convention? No, just strictly for Legion. There's there's Fantastic. one in October in London, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, which is 40k and all sorts of stuff that's happening. Uh, but yeah, this was just purely Legion. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, uh, the fact that you had a... Uh, hotel block just for a Legion event, that, that's fantastic. How is the actual play space itself? Yeah, really good. Yeah, so the table's a little bit lower, but it meant you could sit down. So you're not stood up for for six games over two days. Um, but it, yeah, it was it was really good. It, a little bit on the warm side, but you've got um, there was a, a few ladies present and stuff as well. So I can't just say gents, but 
86 sweaty people in there <laughs> um, but it didn't it wasn't like honking like sometimes it can but yeah, it, yeah. It, they were really good uh really accommodating and yeah topped us up with water and things okay good good um i i imagine uh the table situation because it was such a uh spike in attendees how how were the tables out there really good really good the good some of the guys Fantastic. were like oh the quality is not great because they had to basically they've got a few people on hand that have got 3d printers mm-hmm. and they were just like print everything <laughs> <laughs> uh, but everything had really good terrain and everything and even painted so yeah that's great good, uh yeah. man it almost sounds like you were helping the staff event but that's usually how it goes for legion events like this everybody <laughs> kind of pitches in and uh, does their bit yeah. uh it was was that much of a travel for you um it's about an hour for me so i'm in, oh, I'm in the midlands so i'm near nottingham oh okay yeah 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 so yeah, yeah not too bad i did stay overnight You're... just you know because of having those events you don't want to the travel in as well yeah uh did word get out that uh you were traveling away from gw head hq to go play legion they, uh, <laughs> did they have a radio tag go off on you or something yeah maybe yeah yeah i'm not too <laughs> far away from warhammer world yeah. <laughs> uh okay so obviously you're there to play. Could you tell us a little bit about the list uh, that you brought out to that? So I, I, I'm not the best player in the world. I think maybe we're very similar. Maybe not even third best. <laughs> the, 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 the dice always fail me. I don't know what oh. it is, but it, it is one of those things. So I ended up uh, copying a list. I think it was from Adepticon, which is the Chewy Yoda. Mm. I call it the piggyback list. <laughs> um, so Chewy Yoda, Chewy and Yoda. Um, Yoda's fully kitted out with burst of speed, force push, saber throw, vigilance, and then three um, phase ones, um, two with the rocket launchers, one with a Z6 uh, and a medic, one arc trooper set up with Echo, and then three naked bark speeders. Okay, right on. That's a, that's a lot of bark right there. Yes. How yeah. was the bite though? So tell us a little bit about uh, your first day. Um, yeah, so my goal from not being the best player, if I can go and win one game, I'd be happy. Pressure's off then, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I feel um, that in my soul. That's how I live my life. Yeah. <laughs> and, and one of the guys at lunch was like, it'll be fine. Everyone will win at least one game or hopefully. And I was like, you're going to see something real special here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so the first game, um, I was against, um, a guy called Tom. Uh, he was playing droids, and we did uh, hostage exchange, major offensive, um, and minefield. And there's going to be a very close repetition between my first two games. It was extremely close. Um, bizarrely, Tom took so he killed my hostage carrier. Uh-huh. Um, quite close to my area, so I wasn't too far away getting it back to where I needed to. He picked it up and then put it in my area. So then my guys just hmm. turned around and went. I think okay. I used Yoda's one pip to then get over to him and just slaughtered him and went, yeah, I'll have that back. Um, I don't know why. It was quite a close game up until then. Um, so we ended up doing 2-2. Um, and unfortunately, I lost on points. So oh, wow. I lost 322 to his 243. So oh, it wow. It doesn't really get much close. closer than that. Yeah. No. So I was kind Good of like... Game, though? Yeah, it was. Yeah, very back yeah. and forth. And it was just mm-hmm. a, a bit of a bloodbath in the middle. Um, it's just one of those things with hostage exchanges, isn't it? You kind of want to get your guys out, but yeah, beat each other yeah. up. <laughs> it's nice to have the uh, the classic clones versus droids matchup too. 
Yes. But yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Fun. You said your next game was also quite a uh, clincher nail biter. Yeah. So that went two and two again. Um, so I was against uh, Jim Wakefield. He had Imperials, and we were on recover the supplies, uh, advanced positions, and clear conditions. So it was a. What kind of Imperial list was it? He was running. Uh, a, was a Blizzard or Dark Troopers? Or... No, it was Krennic. Krennic. Oh, Krennic. Okay. Iden, Bosk, Shaw Troopers, Mortar Team, um, Death Troopers, Special Forces, okay. and then Infernal Squad. Wow. And his mortar, I, I think he p- probably put it in a bad place. I was like, oh, God, a mortar. And, but he put it at the back of the map to on one of the supplies. And then it did nothing, which hmm. I know you have to do to win a game. But I thought that was a waste for a, for a mortar. Yeah. Um, and I just tried to keep out of line of sight. Isn't there something about those weapon teams? They can't claim objectives or something like that, too? That he had another squad with him. Oh, yeah. The mortar okay. was right. kind of like, yeah, just okay. sat at the back. Not really doing much and i just kept out of iden's um i can't remember what pip it is but you know where it's just like everyone gets suppression <laughs> oh okay yeah um but yeah again oh really i think close. that's uh isn't that krennic's card oh it might be sorry yes yeah looming yes. something or other it's been a while since i played krennic but yeah yeah i know, I know what you mean yeah and that was a, another 2-2 battle um and it went to points again and it was 249 to 202 <laughs> It was like super close. Okay, so apparently it can get closer than the last game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was just, I learned for just to try and keep my clones in a bubble as much uh-huh. as I could um, and use that to my advantage and it didn't quite work, but one of those things, isn't it? Mm, okay, fair enough. But surely round three, this was the one you were so ready to, no, you're shaking your head now. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> no, um, this one was... Um, I learned the hard way. So bombing run, I started practicing with, and I'm like, this is really good fun with bark speeders, three bark speeders, the bombs, and you're off. Yeah. No. No? no I didn't realize no, how man. much I, I was on the receiving end of exactly that, and uh, they did pretty well, but what yeah, happened with you're, yours? When you're up against four Imperial speeder bikes, and they hit my box very hard, mm, <laughs> and I tried are. to go into it, not into a, like a slug with them, but that kind of thing, and it didn't work out. So I, I ended up, so we did bombing run, major offensive and hostile environment, and I ended up losing 3-0, um, and I only managed to kill 70 points of his army wow. to my 231. <laughs> and he, he was 0-2 up to that point? <laughs> yeah. Usually when you keep sliding down the ladder, it's like, okay, some of the pressure's off, this should be a little bit more fun, chuck some dice. That sounds absolutely brutal. Yeah, it was still a good fun match i think the, the points came from his bikes just completely obliterating mine yeah I, I put the bombs on my bikes and he just went no we're not having any of that i didn't yeah, get I one like in his the, area uh, i like the 74 z's over the barks uh, in that kind of matchup <laughs> straight yes. up like that yeah so um, i learned the hard way with that one <laughs> yeah okay well still yeah uh, these are you're, it's always good to show up to these kind of events you know with that kind of mindset like i may not do the best but i'm gonna have some fun and uh, learn a lot Yes, yes. I, I've, since like COVID and things, I've just not had enough time. And I think I've spoke about mm-hmm. this in the Discord that just to get the games in. Um, and I switched from droids to uh, clones just because I was sick of rolling white dice all the time. And I wanted some of that red hotness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not quite it's very tempting. Me, and then, yes. yeah, and then they blank anyways. And you're like, why did I even bother? <laughs> yes. And, and I don't know if you've had this in other events, but we had like a bingo sheet up. 
Oh, where, uh, we've done bounty yeah. boards and things like that, but uh, yeah. yeah, bingo kind of that thing, yeah. And I won, this is how bad I, I rolled dice, so I think I had nine red saves to make, and I blanked on five of them. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I mean... A, a nice special edition card, but... <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, okay, but uh, surely the next day would be better. But was there any kind of social events? Did you guys go and do anything that evening? Yeah, there was a couple of groups of people going out for food and beer. So um, Milton Keynes is, at least the, the, the centre where we were, is what I class as very American. Everything's quite close together, like in mm-hmm. a um, like a, a complex, if you like, with several hotels. So, kind of yeah, we went out. area kind of thing. A yeah, little bit bigger kind of thing. That, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so a couple of us, well, a few of us went to the pub for some food. A few other people went for a Turkish and then we had all met up and had beers and just a bit of a laugh. Um, tried nice. not to stay out too late, but you know, these events are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, yeah. You always <laughs> want to stay out later than you probably should for that and probably yes. drink a little bit more than you should. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get a chance to catch up with anybody from uh, previous events or anything. Or uh, yeah, is it pretty I, much meeting people for the first time. A lot of it for me was meeting people for the first, play, the first time. I've met a few people from, I've gone down to Milton Keynes for like a monthly event a couple of times. So there's a few people from that I'd met and, you know, we had a bit of a chat and then, there's a couple of other local stores near me that I don't get the opportunity to go to. So I met people from there and they're like, come down, have a game with us. So it was, yeah, it's really nice. Side tangent here. So when I was living in the UK, like 10 years ago, it wasn't, there wasn't very many game stores around, at least where I was. It was all about the game clubs. Yep. Is that kind of still the dynamic there or? No, there's quite a lot of shops now. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, that's so fantastic. There's one in, in, in Derby where I am, which is my local, uh, which is mm. Boards and Swords. Um, which has been going five, six years now, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and that's doing really well. Then there's another one. I'm kind of in between two stores, another one called Sanctuary. And yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of stores about um, my friend, um, Navjeet, if anybody looks through it, you'll see his name pop up. Um, he's in, um, he goes to, to all of them, driving around pretty much doing a tournament every weekend if he can. Holy cow. Um, trying to hunt down a, a world's ticket. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's a lot more stores. It's boomed quite a bit, I'd say, in recent years, which is good. That, yeah, that is fantastic. Uh, much better than renting out a weekend in the local Girl Scout Lodge <laughs> building yes. and trying yeah, to get games absolutely. in there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, uh, side tangent accomplished. <laughs> Day two. Surely this was the one. Eye of the Tiger. You were focused, ready to go. Uh, was there a redemption bracket for day two or is it just all continued the same just all continued uh, so it's just a a swiss six rounds um there was the option for a seventh if we had to go to that but we didn't um and i think maybe the lack of beer not saying i didn't drink but a few people hung over i gotta win (laughs) hey (laughs) (laughs) take that over indulgence yeah yes yeah so i played (laughs) against a guy called robert who's doing rebels Unfortunately, I feel he's paying because I'm an ex-Rebels player when it first came out. Uh, we did recover the supplies again, which seems to be a common common one in this. Hemmed mm-hmm. in and fortified positions. Mm. And we, I ended up going 4-0. Um, it was quite a tough battle for him. He was two, uh, something I have learned quite quickly. And I think my second game, it happened as well, where someone put... It might have been Iden in the middle of the map on a position. And because of where I was... I moved the box speed of four, um, not fortify, um, whatever you call it, um, fire support. 
Oh, fire support. And just yes. went, yeah. there you go, have 20 dice. <laughs> that kind of thing. And and he, he kind of learned the hard way pushing him, but I also kept my bubble back to force him to come to me. Um, and unfortunately, I it went 121 points I lost, and he lost 487. Oh, okay. But that only uh, left him with two or three models. What kind of uh, rebel list was it? It was a... I don't know if you know what the rebel faction looks like right now after uh, seeing it's, all the different ones that uh, have been struggling, taken the field. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was Leia, and not that it's always struggled, hasn't it? Rebels, to be fair. <laughs> um, so it was it was Leia, Andor, uh, K two S O, um, three rebel troopers. Sorry, two rebel troopers with an ion cannons, which did do a bit of damage, but didn't at the same time. Like it. it Immobilized I, I a feel bit, like but... yeah. No matter how good Ion gets, those those Ion troopers yeah. are just kind of mm. yeah. And then a, a Rebel vet, um, Mark II, a Blaster troopers, Pathfinders, Tauntaun riders, and a Landspeeder. Wow, it's a bit all over the place there. Yeah, but, like uh, a... a lot of fun fun iconic units. So yes, a little bit yeah, from column A, been... B, and C. <laughs> yeah, I'll have all of that, please. And yeah. uh, yes, we'll, yeah, we're just going to recreate some battles here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you were on a tear. Let's see. Does it become a streak in game two, day two? No, it kind it of does went <laughs> for a massive high and then a really, really low. Re- oh, oh. So I played a guy called Ed Law who was playing Imperials. Um, we did breakthrough advanced positions and 45 positions as well. No, we can't do both of them. That's wrong. <laughs> Eh, so, some sort of positions yes um but basically it was um getting to each other a breakthrough that was it breakthrough, breakthrough. With advanced okay. positions um or oh, the one on the l interesting is, is that the one on the l advanced positions questioning myself now oh man you're putting me on the spot let me take a look <laughs> uh but uh what kind of list was he running uh usually gar is going to be a little bit uh outmanned for things like breakthrough yes and and i positioned myself wrong so he was at the either end he well he was right at the end and i kind of thought i'd position myself there to battle him rather than get units into his area it is the big l's yeah yeah um and so he was running um iden three lots of troopers uh with a specialist and the hh12 scout trooper uh, or two lots of scout troopers imperial special forces uh, inferno squad and then three lots of bikes Lots of uh, special forces there. Yes, and he absolutely battered me. <laughs> so it was 4-0 um, because I had that few troops. There was not a lot I could do. And I, yeah, I could get him over. He nearly tabled me. So it's 722 to hit two, to his Yeah, that's an awkward when you've got the, the two on the corners there trying yes. to get across. That's, uh, that's rough. And I, was, I think I was already at a disadvantage because of his activations. Yeah. So I had to go into battle with him. And it, it was a great game. All my games were great. Loads of fun. Good. It was just, uh, yeah, was, we were just having a laugh, rolling lots of dice. It was That's this game fair. where I got the five five blanks as well. Ah, okay. <laughs> so just to pile on all the uh, the trouble yeah. you were having. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so one last chance. It was, yes. Yeah. So I played a, a, a youngish lad called uh, Joseph Green who was playing um, Sons, but it, I'd not played against him before, 
bizarrely. Mm. Nobody in my local meta plays them. So he was playing um, Gar Saxon, two Vigos, Vigo, Vigo? Vigo, yeah. Vigo, yeah. Uh, Maul, two lots of enforcers, super commandos, and one swoop bike. And I lost, but only just. Um, so he ended up going 2-3 because he ran away. So we played Recover the Supplies again. No surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, major offensive <laughs> and then limited visibility. And he lost 560 points of his army to my 165. It it was a really good battle. He did some questionable things. So mm-hmm. he brought Maul out towards me, poked him through a doorway where I had line of sight um, with a bike and then fire supported him and took him off the board. Wow. And then he did the same thing with Gar Saxon, but put him on top of the building. And I went, well, I'll fire support him now <laughs> next round and, mm. and, and lost him. And what won him the, the game was the fact that he ran away to the other corner. And although I was aggressive, I, I wasn't pushing enough. To, okay. to stop taking him. lots of bodies off the board but uh yeah and i couldn't quite as much territory yeah and, and, and he did a really good play that I, I learned from this um was that i didn't realize that you could go into melee with someone so he went into melee with yoda to stop me claiming an objective but after he'd moved into melee he just went i'll claim that which because I, I killed his unit right next to the um the, the last supply Mm, was it uh was that actually touching the base yes oh wow yeah that's uh wow that yeah, must have so felt great <laughs> uh, yeah so i had yoda and the guy here where yeah. or like, like touching base he went in with his one pip and just started causing havoc like he he does and then his guy just ro- walked up to him because yoda couldn't move to get the objective uh, uh. um and then just went i'll i'll have that no, that was the game. I was like, ah. Da, 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 da. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the, so that was obviously the Maul Gar Saxon play. He was lulling you into overconfidence. Yeah. And then came in the Grad Admiral Thrawn, you know, uh, yeah. And we did get it checked as well. Um, oh, wow. From a, okay. From a consular, um, just to say, can I do this? And you went, yeah, you can, and it's a really good play. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the answer I wanted. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, maybe not the most successful trip uh, if you measure it by win loss, but it sounds like you had a lot of great games and uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And do some, have some fun. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Lots, of, all the players were great. There was no animosity or anything like that, and there was a couple of tables that were streaming as well thankfully okay. i wasn't showing my rubbish play on any of they those. didn't have endless show up out there did they <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit uh, far track for uh, him and his gear but that, yes. that's good they were yeah. able to uh get some streaming done on that but so at the end of the day would you recommend this event for people next year or are they gonna I, be redoing it next year uh, yeah i think with the numbers that they've got absolutely especially uh, with it being so it was it was supported by AM, a well, it is amg now isn't it yeah with um the world's ticket but it was the ticket where you get so we had four tickets up for grabs the so top four players and we had the top one with the flight and hotel support yeah, as well the the inclusive package yeah. yes yeah um so with the support they're getting from that and the numbers i think it will be 
and and Andy that ran the event, who also runs the local ones as well, mm. did an, an amazing job. There was loads of bits being given out. We all got a little goodie bag with a cookie in it, um, <laughs> some bits nice. from Six Up Supply. So we had some little tokens and discount card from them. And it even had a, a Deep Cut Studios dice tray in it, which you know, cool. I wasn't expecting at all. Uh, and thank you for using the uh, Americanized term for cookies there. So, Well, it was a cookie, not a biscuit. It was... Oh, I'm sorry. Are we going to get a lecture on the distinction between the two now? <laughs> no, but yeah, it was bigger than a biscuit, but not... <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Where did the digestives come in on the scale? Well, yeah, that's a biscuit. Are, are Jaffa cakes actually cakes? Oh, no, let's not get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, but yeah, this sounds like an absolutely uh, great event, and I appreciate you taking the time to tell us all about it. Uh, if you were out there, and uh, you didn't see Ali on the tables. Maybe uh, you'll catch him next year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. Uh, anything you learned for your list that uh, you didn't know going in that you might make adjustments, or do you think just maybe maybe more reps is in order? Definitely more reps mm-hmm. and learning the nuance of Yoda and how to play his pips. There's a definitely a way to play it. Um, and I think I learned that as I as I went on through the games, but there's definitely a way to play his. I always start with a three pip to give everyone, so like a bit of a droid, everyone gets a token, mm-hmm. and then play his. I think it was his two pip to get his three pip back. Um, which then I think was him and. I think that's just him that gets bits. I can't remember now. And then you get then I played the three pip again keeping everyone in the ball. So every so by the you get to round three, everyone's got an activation, which means that if they're coming towards you, they're not expecting it as such, depending on how much they know the game. Because obviously they're used to that just being a droid thing. But if Yoda just goes, everyone gets a token, and then you've got fire support on round three, easily accessible, and you get into that yeah. aggressive stage. And then it, from there, it was whether I went for the, depending on how the game was going, I'd then use Chewbacca's card, which had, which was the piggyback one to get Yoda up the table to then use his one pip to then he can then burst his, well, not burst of speed, but his movements three for that whole round. And then you can do some shenanigans with him as well. Nice. So I think that was the biggest learning curve for me was the command cards. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Yoda's one of those kind of more nuanced uh, commanders out there. Very high skill cap. But uh, yeah, if you get him down, look out, buddy. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, Cornwall, thank you again so much for uh, being drafted in to be our uh, UK correspondent over there. Any other events you're going to have to let us know about in the future, but thanks for coming on today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And if you have any news, questions, or feedback, you can email us at legionoutriders at gmail.com. Stop by our Facebook page slash legionoutriders, or you can find me out in the world streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash captain underscore archer, or on the Discord as the same, or as Outrider Matt. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time, Outriders. This concludes the current episode of the Legion Outriders podcast. You may cultivate a tactical advantage by observing the Outriders on Facebook or Twitter at Legion Outriders. Wisdom advocates subscribing to the podcast. Acting otherwise is... Reckless.